Welcome to track number two of Obligations of Christians to Use Means for the Conversion of the Heathen. I believe we've been welcomed already. I want to assure you that your life will never be the same again. And let's put our hands together for Pastor Frank for the powerful press he has led us to pray. That is a very weak hand clap. I don't know. It's a blessing. Amen. Through this camp, you are going to find your feet on a higher ground. It is the intention of God to make you a great shepherd. I said, it is the intention of God to make you a great shepherd. I said, it is the intention of God to make you a great shepherd. I said, it is the intention of God to make you a great shepherd. If you are small, expect to be great. If you are great, expect to be greater. If you are nothing, expect to be something greater. May you be lifted to a higher level as we sit at the feet of our Father to receive mighty revelations, mighty instructions, and mighty nuggets of wisdom. So expect the foolishness in you to be removed by the time this camp ends. I said, expect a neutralization of foolishness in your heart. Because one of the reasons why God brings wisdom to us is not to make us wise. One of the reasons why God brings wisdom to us is first of all to neutralize stupidity in our hearts. And some of you have got a considerable amount of it. I can tell by your hairstyle. But by the time this camp ends, you'll be a very different person. So expect wisdom that comes to level the playing field. And um, by the time this camp ends and you are leaving this great campus, you will be very happy that God gave you the privilege to be in this camp. Amen. Amen. If you are here and you intend to be used by God, I hope there's no one here who is a tourist. Or you, you came to see your friend off. Obviously, we know that there are beloved scouters at camps. Ask your neighbor, what are you looking for? Are you looking for God or you are looking for Ben? Ask, are you looking for God or you are looking for Ben? Are you looking for God or you are looking for Dinah? Hey! But we should look for God. Amen. When you find God, you will find Ben. When you find God, you will find Mafia. 
Mimbom, I'm very afraid of anyone who hasn't found God and is trying to belabedos. The person is chewing a bullet. You've not found God and you are trying to find the beloved. I mean, with what paraphernalia are you going to beloved those? So I pray that you find God in this camp. Is it possible to find God? Yeah. So we are here because we want to be used by God. We are here because we want to serve God. Is anybody who wants to serve God? Yes. We work for the Lord here. So if you are here accidentally, maybe you thought this was a jam. Or a a mountain party. You can convert it into a shepherd's camp in your heart. Amen. But God is going to use us greatly. And I want you to listen very carefully because when you are a man or a woman God is using, ultimately, everything you will do as a minister, as a shepherd, will be in seven categories. One of seven categories. In the book, What It Means to Become a Shepherd, um, you will find there's a very beautiful chapter in the book. Um, the, the, The title of the chapter is The Seven Ministries of Poimen. I think, let me get it right. Glory to God. You guys are doing a great job. So you will find that the, um, the, the, you see, a shepherd or a pastor or an elder, reverend, bishop, whatever you are, basically we are all shepherds. Amen? Basically we are serving God as under shepherds. Now, when you eventually settle down to work for God as an elder, as a shepherd, I was saying that you are going to find out that there are seven things you are going to do. Your ministry can be compartmentalized into seven different ministries. We have the ruling ministry where you rule. Amen. Amen. You rule. And then we have the um, apart from the, the, the ruling ministry, you have the way making ministry. Many of you are here because somebody made a way for you to be here. And so a very good shepherd makes a way. For his members or for his sheep. A bad pastor is one who doesn't know how to make a way. There are different areas you make a way for people. You make a way for people to find a job. Make a way for people to get a beloved. Make a way for people to be happy in their marriage. Way making. So, you are a ruler. And you also make a way for your members. Then the other one is that. Territory-taking ministry. Amen. 
where you take territories and territories also include human beings. Every convert you have is a territory. So when you win a soul, you've won a territory. When you are in an area, you will become the owner or the overseer or the overlord of the territory. And a sign of a good shepherd is that he takes territories. Amen. As you pray, as you lead, your rule increases. Amen. There's a hymn that says that his kingdom stretched from shore to shore. Is that not so? Yeah. Shore to shore. May you be elevated from a local preacher to a shore to shore minister. May people on other lands know you. Say shore to shore. Tell your neighbor, I'm tired of being an area girl. An area shepherd. Area. Some of you, if nobody knows you in other halls as a shepherd. Even in your hall, it's just on your floor that you are known as a shepherd. But from this camp, you are being pushed into territory taking a territory taking ministry. Then we also have the comforting ministry. Are you aware people need comfort? Are you aware of that? People need comfort. I didn't even know that. That's why it's good to go to camps. You learn new things. I just learned today that every pimple on your face means something. I didn't know. I thought it was just uh, natural post-pubertal eruptions. Asumwa, each one means something. So those with seven, what are the... Seven what? Seven ministries of appointment. Hey! But a shepherd comforts. Amen? So you must be somebody who comforts. Then number five is the ministry of correction. Because people will go off track. Amen? People are some way. And you need to correct them. May God give you strength to correct. Amen? When there are people around you, you cannot correct. It means you have lost your position as a shepherd over them. A real shepherd corrects a sheep. Amen. So, and then we have the almighty feeding ministry. That if you are a shepherd, one of your major ministries, actually, a lot of the other ministries, correction, territory taking, way making, they all come from your feeding ministry. Amen. 
that is your ability to feed. At this camp, we are going to be greatly fed. Expect your hip size to be wider after this camp. Expect your thighs to be bigger after this camp. Some of you guys must expect bigger heads after this camp. Because we are going to eat. An anointed feeder is going to feed us. Are you expecting to be fed? Are you sure? Right. So, it is very important for you to understand that the ministry of a shepherd is not just singing and dancing. Amen? You must must have the ability to correct people. The ability to make a way for people. Very important. Our Father has made a way for us in fantastic areas. Some of you, if you had left you to your devices, even to have a beloved would have been a project, a UN project. But through the way making ministry of our father, today, you can also look to your right and there's a lady sitting by you as your beloved. Hey! Clap your hands for our shepherd we have. Amen. So, it is very important to be a very well-developed minister. Now, for you to be able to do well as a shepherd, as as a worker, as somebody God is using, These ministries must be very well developed. And each ministry is a camp in itself. Each one is a camp. Each one is a three-day camp, four-day camp, each one. Now, turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 4 because there is a type of shepherd you must become. A very well-developed shepherd in whom the seven ministries are greatly developed. Now, in Acts chapter 4, verse 13, the Bible says that when they saw the boldness Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Amen. When they saw 
Peter and John. Ignorant fishermen. No education. Unlearned is there. Can you see unlearned? Unlearned means unlearned. Unlearned. No substantial education. And they were also ignorant men. I mean, that is almost like an insult. They marveled. You see, your ministry as a shepherd should be a ministry that makes people marvel. They marveled. And then they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Now, that is the type of shepherd you must become. Yes. That when people see your Peter and your John, they must marvel. First of all, Jesus himself had a ministry that made people marvel. Amen. He himself, his own ministry, that is Jesus himself going about preaching, teaching, healing. His ministry, he himself made people marvel. And then his products, amen, his products, that is the people who came from him also made people Observers to marvel. If you read Matthew 13 54, as our father quotes all the time, you see that even when he was in the church, Matthew 13 54, somebody needs some pounding at this camp. Do you see? He came into his own country. And he was teaching in the church. A normal teaching ministry. Now as he was teaching. They were astonished. Are people astonished when you are teaching? I'm talking about being a shepherd. Of the order of Jesus Christ. As he was teaching. They were shocked. May your teaching cause people to be shocked. They marveled. And they said, Whence has this man this wisdom? And these mighty works. So this is Jesus. As he is talking, people are shocked. They are shocked because Jesus is a certain type of shepherd. And you must be that type of shepherd as well. Amen. We see this again in Mark 6 and verse 2. The same Jesus as he's speaking, as he's teaching in the church, you see right there that people are shocked in Mark 6 too. Many hearing him were astonished, saying, 
from whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. What wisdom is this? Wow. You see, I want you to be a wise person. As we attend comes, we come and go. You may not know, but God is preparing you to be a minister one day. God is preparing you to be a pastor one day. Clearly, we are not here to to prepare people to become chief marketing officers of MTN and Tigo. You are being prepared to be what? To be what? To be a what? A minister, a shepherd, a pastor. Now, your ministry must be a great ministry. You see, uh, there are many of you here, even when you, we say to you that you become a pastor, you will laugh. Because you don't See anything in you that makes you I mean, someone like me, a girl like me, a boy like me. I just finished fornicating two days ago. How, what, what, Pastor, are you laughing at me? I'm already feeling sad. Yeah. But in spite of the fornication, God is going to make you a great minister. Now, that is the reason why. You must lay a very good foundation. Because some of you, the way you are continuing, it's not possible that your ministry will cause people to be astonished. Neither will the products from you cause people to be astonished. That when we see your members, when we see your products we will just wave our hands and say ah, but we, we told you that guy is a useless pastor but Jesus when they saw Peter and John very unlearned people they took note of them now it takes a certain type of shepherd to produce a certain type of New converts. It takes a certain type of shepherd to raise shepherds under him. To raise up members. Some of you, when we come to your church as an elder, we are not surprised because the people who are sitting in your church are as ignorant as you. The chief elder, the elder or the pastor. Yes. And so your ministry does not have any bite. But Jesus, when they saw ignorant men and how that they were now preaching with boldness, 
they were preaching and their words were words of substance. They took note of them that these guys have been with Jesus. They've been with Jesus. That is when somebody comes around you, you must have the ability to transform and convert an ignorant person into a great preacher. Jesus said, follow me. Follow me. And I will make you. I will make you fishers of men. It is not everybody who can make someone into another type of person. But as for Jesus, when you follow him, you see, don't let the camp we are having become just a like a place for uh, excitement and writing notes and uh, dancing and uh, singing. We will dance and we will sing. But ultimately, you must become a certain type of shepherd. Because when you step out, you see, now you're on campus. That is why everybody you meet can speak English. Even that one crowd we are still debating. <laughs> you are on campus. That is why everybody you meet is either is or on his way to become an intellectual. But outside the campus world, it's a different story. It's a different story. When you have to teach somebody in the university, it's not too difficult to impart knowledge. Because by the very nature of the life on campus, by, by, by its very nature, it's a place of learning. So when you are teaching someone how to be a shepherd, how to do this, how to do that, it's not too difficult. But when you step out into the world, you will discover that not everybody you will encounter is, is in the university or speaks good English, or loves to read. And that is where your ministry will attain its peak. Because you will be unable to rise above and beyond ministering to graduates. That is why I'm saying that, as a shepherd, eh, the, the seven ministries, Comforting, way-making, territory-taking, feeding, and so on. For them to be developed in you, you must be a certain type of person. Not just the shouting type. To convert the heathen, you must be a certain type of person. The ministry is not about your hairstyle. The ministry is not about how tall you are or how short you are. And in an environment like this where there's a lot of fun and excitement and mission, you can easily become too mincheric to be useful to God. For you to have the conver- powers of conversion, for you to have the power.
powers to raise shepherds. You must, you yourself, you yourself must be a type of person. If you cannot develop yourself to be a certain type of person, nobody under you will be great. Also, while we are at it, let me inform you that if you ever become a shepherd or a pastor, you will discover that you cannot do the work alone. I almost forgot that one. That the amount, you see, your, your greatness in the ministry is a direct result of the help you can get. I mean, Bishop Doug is not here. But I see cameras around. The banner has been hung. Somebody has led prayer. Somebody is behind the keyboard. I hope he plays well. There are gurus sitting with their laptops. And the man himself has not even arrived. Now the question is, when you are having a camp, that is if you have one one day. That is if you yourself can even teach at a camp for three days. Before you arrive at the camp, what type of people will be there? Oh, I, I'm asking a question. I need. You see, you cannot be a great shepherd, a useful shepherd in the hands of God, if you have not learned how to mobilize help around you. That I am sweeping this floor. My ability to call people to help me to sweep will determine the speed with which I finish my job. It's clear. One equals 20 minutes. Therefore, 10 will require less time. If less, more divide. Is it not true? Or you didn't do some arithmetic? Some of you as even elders, you lack the powers to generate and mobilize and recruit helpers. So your ministry is a diminutive ministry. Motia ministry. But you can be great. You can be great. But your greatness... It's a result. Anybody who will do well as a shepherd, as a pastor, as an elder, look, look at the person very carefully. The person is being helped. Even in your 10-member church, the more help you can recruit, 
the faster the growth of your church. Versus if you are a one man thousand. Playing the keyboard, playing drums, singing, preaching, and arranging chairs. And you see, that is why I'm, I'm saying that when you see a shepherd moving around with his seven ministries, he is a type of human being. And Jesus said, either make the tree good. Turn your Bible to mighty you. Mighty you. 12. 33. Hmm. Are you there in mighty you? Mighty you 12. 33. What does it say? Either make the tree good and its fruits will be good. Or else make the tree what? I cannot hear thee. Louder now. Louder still. Corrupt. Wow. And its fruits will be corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruits. We don't need to go to the tree to examine its xylem and phlegm vessels and its uh, vascular bundles and how it bats. And whether it is a perennial or an ephemeral. We don't need to. We can tell what. Just give us the fruit in one room. We can tell what type of tree is outside in the other. We don't need to go to the tree. Some of you, when we look at your fruits, we can tell what type of person you are. That is why we can tell what type of great pastor our pastor is by his fruits. By his fruits. And it is a journey. It's, it's not by shouting and dancing and jumping and screaming. No. I'm asking you that in 20 years time, in 10 years time, when we look at your fruits, what type of woman will we say you are? But the good news is that you can make the tree good. Yeah. I mean, because of my level of education, I'm not able to analyze things well. But I can understand at, at least this basic thing that to make the tree good, it means it was originally not Good. Am I, am I right? Can you clap for me? I'm trying to analyze. Is it good? Oh, then clap well because I'm trying. I'm not as educated as you are. I you in the university? Is it not first love? You are in the university. I'm in Adenta town. 
I mean, I'm trying to understand that make the tree good means that originally the tree wasn't good. There's hope for you. I said there is hope for you. I said there is hope for you. I said there is hope for you. That no matter how not good you are, you can embark on a journey to make your tree good. Because rarely will we come to you to know who you are. We will know you by examining your fruits. Because we're a big man. We can't even come close to you. We only see you from afar. We can't come close to you. You are a great woman. We can't come close. So we, we can stand from afar and examine the fruits you have. That is why I'm saying that when you have the privilege to sit in a camp like this, it shouldn't be a fanfare. It shouldn't be some, you know, a time of socialization and a time of, you know, meeting friends and catching up. It's a time when you are being made good. Because one day you will, you, you will be surprised that your fruits will, will, will betray your emptiness. Then we will ask ourselves, all these years that brother Ben had to be in first love, what did he do? How many camps have you attended since you were born? Oh, no, sit down, sit down here, here. About two. You, you are lying. Uh, how? One person. One person, seven camps. It's not possible. How? Seven camps. What's your name? Esther Rich. It's not by name. It's not by rich name. You mean you've attended seven camps? Yes. Sex from Lighthouse? Why are you not a bishop? Sex camps? I'm honored to know you. She's a chief. Chief. Wow. Beautiful. Esther Rich, the chief. I mean, all your words are big, big words. Queen Esther, the rich, who's a chief. After seven camps, when we weigh you, what is your weight? So, so when you stand to minister, it doesn't take more than three minutes for us to assess your level of emptiness. 
But I pray that from today, you will actually avail and allow yourself to be made good. Made good. Those of you who don't have your quiet time. Ministry is not university educational. When you finish and you have six members for three years, then you remember me. That it's not by being a graduate. It's by your ability to make the tree good. So when they saw the fruits of Jesus, they, they took note of them that they had been with a great man. When we give you ignorant men, can you convert them into preachers? Because Peter and John were known in town that they were unlearned. They had no classmates. But because they had been with Jesus, they were now great. Preaching with boldness. And I'm asking a simple question that you too, you too, when we give you ignorant men, can you convert them into great people? Now, for that to happen, you yourself must be great. You see, Jesus Christ said something I want us to read. Everybody, take your Bible and read. A very important message in John 13, verse 15. He said, For I have given you an example. Who is speaking here? Mark. Who is speaking here? Jesus speaking, I see. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Amen. You should do as I have done to you. So, eventually, people will do what they've seen you do. Then he added in verse 16 that the servant is not greater than his Lord. Neither is he that is sent greater than he that sent him. The member is not greater than his shepherd. The member is not greater than his pastor. The pastor determines the type of members that are sitting at his feet. Those of you who can give false impressions by mesmerizing us with some sentences you are going to chew from a book. 
We are not deceived anymore. We are going to look at your members to tell what type of person you are. If you are a useless shepherd, your members will be, you see, you determine the level. You determine the level. As we are going to go out to convert people. You are converting for. You are converting for. You are converting for. All of us. For. But the type of for that will come from you will will be determined by what type of tree you are. That's why many shepherds start as failures and end as failures. Because it has not occurred to them that they are the ones determining what type of people are around them. Yeah. Instead of concentrating on the word of God, prayer, you are deep into pornography. Please, allow me to finish. (laughs) What you don't know you are doing is that you are making your tree a certain type of tree. So don't, don't be surprised that your fruits or your members will be chief pornographers. You don't need to hold their hands and take them to a website. The very fact that you are speaking to them every day is enough. When you open your mouth, you are, you are exuding a spirit. Those of you who are unruly, we cannot control you. Expect your members to also be unruly. You can meet in your room and discuss your chief elder as if she's a, she's a porter. Hall, hall, hall porter. Without any regard for the fact that this person is your spiritual leader. Expect your members to also meet in their room and discuss you in a certain way. Yeah, it is the tree that determines the type of fruits. It is the tree. It is the tree. It is the tree. Jesus Christ, you see, he was a carpenter. Are you aware he was a carpenter? Or you think he was a lawyer? No, how many of you know he was a carpenter? Uh huh. Many. Can I see your hand? Yeah, he was a carpenter. The carpenters of those days are no different from the carpenters of today. So are the fishermen. It's the same. I mean, there's nothing new. Carpenters were unlearned men. No great education. 
But even though Jesus himself was unlearned, he was able to develop himself. I'm talking about seizing any and every opportunity to develop yourself. I've come here to develop myself. But some of you do not see attending a camp as an opportunity to develop yourself. You don't. So what happens is that you go in and out, in and out, but there is not much to your life. Jesus was a carpenter. How many of you agree with me that Jesus was a carpenter? Again. Yes. What do you think he was doing with the 30 years? He used to prepare. Because his ministry was for three and a half years. What was he doing with the 30 years? Making bets. As a carpenter, he would make bets. Making wardrobes. As a carpenter, he would make wardrobes. Making coffee tables. Remember, he went somewhere. They said, is this not the carpenter? They didn't say, is this not the carpenter's son? Say, is this not the carpenter? He himself was a carpenter. But he knew that one day, one day, he would be a preacher. So the 30 years he was given on earth, he spent it preparing himself. That is why I'm saying that even if you don't believe it, that that you are going to be a pastor one day, be wise and believe it so that you can start preparing. Be wise. He spent the 30 years preparing for ministry. You think he began preparing for ministry when, 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 the, when the dove uh, uh, spoke and said this, and I no, 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 no. He had already been preparing. That is why when he started the ministry, the first day he went to the synagogue, he came from the left side. There was a door. This is 30 years old man. Yes, he's now about to start ministry. Then he went. As he was going, a pastor, a scribe, met him at the pulpit. Meet me at the pulpit and give me a scroll. But we see that the scroll was handed over to him. Hand over the scroll to me. First day, pastor. First day. And then, listen, listen, listen. Come and give me the scroll again. What you are doing with your life, eh? Huh? You will answer for it one day. Give me the scroll. Bible says, as soon as it was handed over to him, he found the place. (laughs) 
He didn't go to index or type in the web. He found the place. Can you find the place? First day. See, I'm just, thank you, Pastor. I'm just trying to say that. Um, if we have the privilege to be here, we are being gathered to be developed. Our ministries must be developed. Can you find, if I say that a, a brother and a sister are fornicating and we, we want to share something with them, can you find the place in the Bible where we can open to talk to them? Sister Edna doesn't pay her tithes. Let's counsel her. Can you find the place? But as for Jesus, day one, he found the place. That should give you an, an idea what he was doing with his 30 years. He spent the 30 years studying. He has a chance. You have finished, no, sir. Are you still on campus? You finished? You finished school? Okay. Have you finished school? Oh, you, you are. And now you're almost finished. How many years have you had to be with Bishop Dark? Two years. Two, two. Three years. It's over. What did you do with the three years? Why is the place too quiet? What did you do with the three years? No, no, listen, listen. I'm saying that. He, you see, when, when, when we appoint you as a pastor, your ministry doesn't start on the day of your appointment. This is ministry. Starting the, the, the first day, when you say, you know what, please, open, open to Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61, open it. I can't find it. No, no, no. He took the scroll and found. May you find the place. When you want to teach a group of shepherds how to set great goals for themselves as shepherds and we give you the 40 books in the Macarius, can you find the book and the place? You want to do visitation and we give you the Macarius, can you find the place? You are waiting to be appointed a pastor. <laughs> we don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm asking, I'm saying that you want to be anointed or even you are anointed already but you want a higher anointing. When we give you the Macarius, can you find the place can you find which book and which chapter? Which page? That is what I'm talking about. To be a certain type of shepherd, a certain type of elder. A certain, we, we, see, 
We are all elders, but there are differences in the eldership. Yeah. Elder Mark is different from Elder Joe. Different from Elder Sally. Different from Elder Mamiefia. You are the one determining what type of ministry you have. So when we have come to a camp and you are using the camp as a place to scout for a beloved, then you have not understood your future, what, what God has for you. So you, when, when it is time to be a pastor and we give you the scroll, you can't find a place. When we give you my mega church, you can't find a place. When we give you church, you don't even know what is in the book. So you are a missionary in Taiwan. Your church is not growing. Somebody must take a plane from Addis Ababa to come to you in Taiwan to open the book that you have. Oh, oh sorry. Am I saying something wrong? Be serious. When you read Matthew 4, look for Jesus. When he started his ministry, can you imagine the man has been appointed a pastor? 25 year old pastor. He's now starting his ministry. Day one, he's fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. I mean, what are you talking about? 40 days? You don't start fasting by fasting 40 days and 40 nights. The very fact that he began with a 40 day fast means that he had been fasting already. Yeah. He was, you, you try to fast for 10 days dry, you will die. The stomach was used to a certain so all his as he was a carpenter, as he was in school, as he was on campus, he was also preparing himself to be a pastor by learning to fast. So that day one of ministry, he just took on 40 days. You think and I'm asking that you think that was the first time he was fasting, and then you are a child. How can you think that way? How can you start fasting? With a 40-day fast. Even when, we are, when, when it's your first time, so fast from 6 to 12 noon with some fluids. <laughs> then in a month's time, we say, oh, um, take it to 4 p.m. Yeah, with a slice of bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gradual. So to start fasting by fasting for 40 days, the man had been preparing himself. No wonder he could speak to demons. Can you speak to demons? I'm asking a question. Can you speak to demons when you yourself, you are full of 6,000 of them? You don't understand what I'm saying? Or I should stop, I should stop talking. No, I, I don't feel that you, 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 you agree with me. Okay, then sit down. Look, look. It's not wet, oh. It's not wet. It's not wet. You, you, you cannot just tell by the, how you speak and your words you are speaking. No, it's not like that at all. It's not like that at all. The seven sons of Bishop Skiba, that's a pastor. A bishop. No, it's in the Acts, the book of Acts. They, they, they were 
they met a demon-possessed man. And the words they used were the same words Paul had been using. And you see, and the demons said, they know the Ubuntias. <laughs> they knew. So as soon as the guy said, in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches, come out. Ah. <laughs> Who is the one speaking? We, we have not heard this voice before. All these years, people have been casting us out. This voice has never, we've never heard. We know of Paul's voice. We know Peter. Peter, we know. Paul, we know. Jesus, we know. But this Joanna voice, who is now starting, I mean, I mean, you are now going to start casting us out. When you have had four years to learn how to cast out demons, you are now starting seven boys. Your father is a pastor. He took his belt. When it was time for you to learn how to cast out demons, you were smooching a girl in the night behind Vota Hall. In the, under the guise of going for prayer at the Great Hall. You cornered her on the right hand side. There's a white building on the right. Now it's time. We are now cast. The demon is here. We are casting him out. You see, you can't speak. Because it's not just words. If it's words, then the same words Jesus used that I'm using. Jesus said, come out. I also say, come out. But it's not words. It is the man who is speaking the words. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Sit down, sit down. It's not words. So, so you have a great opportunity to use that time well. It should be sad that a day will come you are appointed a pastor there's a problem in your church you don't even know which book you must use to solve the problem you attend the meeting bishop is teaching in the meeting you don't even know that the things he's saying are the, the same words you find in church planting the words are there because instead of reading you spend the time Texting people. Sharing pictures of breasts. In this camp, you will make your tree good. Look, I'm, I look, I'm telling you, by, by, by Friday, you'll be, you'll be, you ah, sha, 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 sha. I said by Friday, by the time, say Friday has come. You are a totally different type of person. Sit down. See, all I'm saying is when you have the chance to sit down, think about it. People are buying plane tickets to listen to our father preach. Chattering alloprins. Allo Prince. Allo Prince. You. You've not been asked to buy a plane ticket. Even your 50 gun cry, your elder pushed you a little. Just, you know, just did something. Just did something. Did something. 
Some of you, even as you are sitting here, you are owing. You are owing camp fees. <laughs> Abi, are you not owing now? Abba. People are buying plane tickets. So I'm just saying that when, when you attend a camp, it's a place for development. You are being made, you yourself, you are being made into a type of person. That's the point I'm making. So that in five years' time, when we see your products, your fruits, your shepherds, Ignorant and unlearned, we will say that now these guys have been with Curtis. But of course, before they can tell that they have been with Jesus, they knew Jesus. They themselves knew Jesus. And they knew who he was. When we see your shepherds, the guys, Proposing and unproposing, breaking hearts. We know, we know that guy has been with that, that guy was like that cry. That is so the Kyrie. Da, da, da. <laughs> Say with me, he found a place. He found a place. Can you find the place in the Poimano? Can you find the place in the Makana? He, Jesus, they want to, not in Gethsemane. <laughs> they want. First day he has come, they hand over the scroll. He opens, this is the place. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. First day, day one. Day one. First week. Of ministry, 40 days fasting. 40 days. You see, my dear, you must start a journey of developing yourself. And I'm saying that the greatest and the best news. The best news we've had this morning is the fact that a tree can be made good. Don't give up on yourself. Regardless of the fornications you have done, the abortions you have done, the no Bible reading you have done, the no book you have been reading. The no makane listening. Nothing. All you are is that you are into boys and girls. From this today, from this today, you can embark on a journey of making your tree. Good. Tell your neighbor there's hope for me. Tell the person, look at me carefully. Say, I know you. You used to laugh at me. 
Yes. Even today, you have laughed at me. But I'm informing you today. A tree can be made good. Keep watching me, baby. So, so, so when we see you, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. When we see you with, you are, you are, um, a friend is saying, oh, earphones. Do you have some here? A former pornography watcher. Serial pornographer. We see you now with your earphone. Charlie, what thing they do? Will they listen to Peace FM? No. And they make my tree good. The tree, no, it make bad, pa, but now, no, from now on, and they make my tree good. And they make them good. And they make my tree good. Pa, chale. I can't see, say, chale, the ministry, no. It not be, not be fornication, not be say, your beloved be Betty. No. I can't see, say, ministry, no, chale. Hmm. And they make my tree. Tell your neighbor, and they make my tree good. Listen, 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 sit down. If, if you don't turn out right, it would not be because of the boy who taught you how to fornicate. Because the people God used, a lot of them were bad people. Moses was a murderer. So was Paul. So was David. I mean, David was a chief fornicator. Fornicator in chief. Yeah. I mean, he did actually, the moves he could make to get a woman. Hey, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. I mean, we have not seen some in Liman. I said, the moves the man could make to get a woman. I mean, he could write a letter and give it to the woman's beloved. A terminator, a terminator letter. Not that some assassins must, no, the man, go and kill yourself. I mean, clap for David, clap for David. He's too great. I mean, fornicator in chief. Your own. Even how you used to fornicate, it it, it shows that you you are not even intelligent. But David's fornication was intelligent fornication. I mean, to bring a boy to your room when you know mommy is coming at 5 o'clock and the boy is in the room at 4.50, why wouldn't they catch you? You are not intelligent. But David was intelligent. Hey! So the point I'm making is that you, you, you are not that bad. No, 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 no. 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 
the energy we will need to make your tree good is not great energy. Yeah. That's why I am confident that the next time we hear that there's a conference in Accra, 5,000 people have gathered. You are the one preaching to them. I said, the next time we hear that there's a conference in Accra, 5,000 have gathered. And a young guy from Legon is preaching to them. You are the one we are talking about. Sit down. The ministry is beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a great life. If you've prepared, it's like exam, actually. It's like exam. If you've prepared well for an exam, 20 minutes, I had a friend, he's a dentist now, in Tema. An hour to the exam, when we are checking, like someone, it's like a DJ, different books. Look here. DJ. Hey! As we are just running amok, he's just standing, he's just walking about with, with his pencil to shade and his eraser in his pocket. He just be ro- medical school. He just be rolling the pencil. I see you rolling your pencil. I said, I see you rolling your pencil. Preparation? 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 So when you have the chance to come to a camp and you think it's a time to grab a beloved, it shows that your understanding of the grace of God is limited. Did you see Jesus sweating to cast the devil out? Oh. He had prepared. Come out. Lazarus, come forth. Did he say it two times? How come you, you must say, come out 17 times? It shows that you have not prepared. But I'm saying that from this camp, You'll be rolling your pencil on your finger. I don't know what you are saying. Look, look, look. Ministry will be the nice. Look, if you are prepared eh, it, uh, to know what to do, you don't sweat. Your car is not growing. You know exactly. But if you don't know what to do, I mean, like Jesus Christ, when he had the f- uh, 5,000 people to feed. That is besides women and children. He was cool. He was cool. He just called Philip. Philip, where can we get some food? Philip said, Master, if you have even one year salary, we can't keep it. Even one year. Look at these people, they are a lot. Ah, but Jesus, stand on the chair, you are short. Look at the crowd. Look. Look at the back to the gate. Jesus, what? No, 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 no. Peter, no, 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 no. Jesus, no, Papa. Even we don't, ah, 
there's no bakery. There's Cool down. Then, then, then Andrew came. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. a little boy. It's a boy. He has got uh, five loaves uh, and two feet. But even this one, what is it among? Jesus, stand on the chest. Jesus, Jesus, you are short. Jesus, see the crowd. Jesus, see the crowd. Can you see the crowd? Five loaves. Jesus, there are five. Look, uh, let me open it. See five. Jesus, what can we do? I should come down. But Jesus, how will, they are hungry. They will beat us. They are Sodom and Gomorrah guys. They are taking their land. They are coming to beat us all. Jesus, what should we do? Oh, but Jesus, look. We, look at the money. He has collapsed. He has collapsed. They are carrying him there. He has collapsed. Jesus, they are dying. Oh. Jesus, what? They are 5,000. Jesus, the man said, let's send them to the village. And Jesus said, nobody follows me and goes to the village. When you follow Jesus, you don't go to the village. You go to the city. You are a city set on a hill. Not a village in the forest. Jesus. Jesus. What can we do? 5,000. They are dying. Ah. Elder Ben has come and say, one has died. Jesus, one has died. Jesus, one has died. Jesus, one has died. Calm down, Peter. He said, I just asked you what we could do to prove you. But I know what to do. John 6, 6. John 6 and he said, for he himself knew. He had, he had read Maca, uh, uh, Mega Church. He knew what to do. And listen to the poemano. He knew what, when you know what to do, eh, you are calmer than But one do you, one do you know what to do? Hayash! Hayash! From today, you will calmly grow your church. Coolly, you are building your branch. When you speak, no agitation. You are speaking gently, but power is coming out. Hallelujah. I'm asking you, did you see Jesus a boy is paralyzed. Please sweat him. Come on. Hey, Jesus. No, 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 no. Cool. Was I so daima? Was I so daima? Pick her. Pick her. Me bow to her. From today, you cool. Be an elder. You see, you see, all I am saying is that at this time, as we are in the camp, please sit down there. So I can see a short guy at the back. You can't see. As we are at the camp now, you have been prepared. A month or some, some weeks ago, I was in a meeting. And I used the scripture. The first time I saw the scripture was 27 years ago. I was lying down in my room, fasting, 
and praying. And I had bought my first Bible. I remember how I saw that verse. And I have not used that verse since then till a few weeks ago. When the scripture flashed through my stomach, I said, what would have happened to me if at the time I was fasting and praying, I was rather smooching a girl inside my room. Can you imagine? <laughs> Some of you have already blown opportunities. But you can make your tree good from today. I'm talking about it's not next week oh. I'm, not, I, I, I'm not talking about next week I'm talking about five years time that's when you realize that oh. second chronicles look at it Are you there? Chapter 27. See every day as a day of preparation. Every day. Every day. Yes. Even the things I, like this morning, the quiet time I had, I, I had I've not even used any verse as I'm talking to you. But I'm sure I will use it in two months' time. I feel something in my stomach. Second Chronicles 27. Are you there? Are you sure you are there? Verse 6. So Jotham became weak. Jotham became ordinary. What did Jotham become? Can you also be mighty? Is it possible to be mighty? So how did he become mighty? Because he prepared his ways before the Lord his God. Years of preparation. You don't become mighty by wearing starched linen shirts. People, they don't believe what I'm saying. I don't even know whether it's wet. I don't. I just feel I should just stop. No, I, I just. Your hairstyle doesn't make you mighty. It just makes your head look awkward because the shape of the hair is not suiting the shape of your head. Mighty. You say, oh, you say, oh, Ben is mighty. Yao is mighty. Edna is mighty. Ho, 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 ho. Mighty? That pastor is a mighty pastor. 
He's not a small boy. Invariably, he has been preparing for years. When you were using your iPad to watch pornography, he was using his iPad to read final quests. Mighty. Mighty. Are you very sure? Based on how you are living your life, are you sure you'll be mighty in 20 years time? you're not preparing. But Jesus, even as he was doing the carpentry, he was preparing with fasting and praise. That is why he could face off the devil with 40 days fast. You know, that's something. Jesus Christ said, this kind, this type of problem will not go. Except you fast and you pray. That is, in this area where you are doing your missionary work, things will not go except you fast and pray. And also, the amount of fasting you put into a project determines the ease with which you execute it. So if I am doing 40 days, 40 nights, and you are doing 6 to 6, <laughs> once a week, 6 to 6, with snacks in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, I don't understand what I'm saying. I'm saying that I have, have begun a ministry with 40 days, 40 nights. And you are doing 6 to 6 with snacks. In the, I'm telling you that when you see a pastor who is not doing well, it's not that he can't read the Bible. He has not prepared. That is why even there are certain demons. So the man called. Oh yeah. I'm saying, see, he brought his son to the disciples. They were sweating. So. Jesus arrived. I don't know whether they called Jesus or he himself came. I forgot him. Or the man himself went to Jesus. Eh? Jesus came there. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't remember. So, Jesus said, Ah, this is no problem. Then you are sweating. So he said, So he cast out, he solved the problem. But he said, this type of problem can only go by prayer and fasting. So, it means one of two things. At that time, he cast out the boy. He was fasting. And the disciples were not fasting. You see, it's not every type of ministry you use Kenke to do. I'm saying that he said, this kind, this particular chair, you can't lift it without prayer and fasting. And he was able to lift it. So, it means that as he was with the disciples, he was fasting and they were eating. 
had accumulated enough power from previous fasts that he was able to dislodge the demon. I'm asking you, with what ease can you dislodge a demon from a church member? So, 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 I'm saying that as we are here at this camp, you know, let's welcome Reverend Ni Ajedu from Lagos. Wow. Let, let, let me hurry up and finish. He'll, he'll share something with us. So. Yes. So, 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 listen, 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 listen. Uh, what does I say before I saw this handsome man? With what ease? In the ministry, you meet demons. Some of you young guys already. When a girl has a certain color, you can't. One brother said, my main problem is the jet black sisters. He used the word. So I said, jet black. I said, hey, I see. Jet black. When the sister is black, then, then, then something shoots inside his stomach. Jet black. All right. If your problem is jet black, then you better develop yourself. To be able to be around jet black sisters and not fly like a jet. Say man. Say man. How did Jotham become mighty? By wearing nice shirts, appearing powerful. How did he become mighty? By what? Prepare. So the quiet time you had today will surface in 10 years time. I'm telling you. So on that day when you are preaching and you bring out that scripture from Nahum 4. It's a challenge that guy be wild. No, it's not you, are, you, you are cool. Why? Because 10 years ago, when your friends were watching Chinese movies, you were reading Nahum and preparing. Receive the spirit of preparation. From today, when you are doing something, you ask yourself, am I preparing for ministry? I am preparing for gonorrhea and HIV. What, 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 what am I preparing for? He became mighty. I've told, I said, my quiet time this morning, I've been talking for over an hour. I've not even used, I've not even gone into the book. Why? Because I've prepared. What I'm saying now, I prepared two months ago. It's not ministry, 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 ministry. It's not ministry. <laughs> ministry. Look, 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 look. Look. Ministry is not the way some of us learned in school. Oh. And when there's exam, you won't learn. When there's exam, you go and you just, or, or you just, you just go and chew MCQs. Yeah. Some of you are magicians. No, it's good to be a magician, but you see, 
there's one thing, it is one thing passing an exam and one thing being a good engineer who passed the exam. A good lawyer, a good doctor. That one is not MCQs. It's not magic. It's not magic. Magic is shortcuts. And sometimes you need shortcuts to maneuver. But behind shortcuts, there must be depth of preparation. met a beautiful girl. What's your name? Ira. And I am teaching her. I've taken a book, Mega Church. She's a pastor. I'm teaching her about numbers. How to value numbers. How to use numbers. How to monitor numbers. You too, you have got what's your name? Faith. I am with Yaira and you are with Faith. As I am teaching her, you are holding her breast. We are both engaged in activities. You see, the next time I see you with your iPad, I will ask you, brother, what are you doing? Are are you preparing yourself for ejaculations or you are preparing yourself for ministry? One day, may we not send a pastor from Addis Ababa to come to you in Taiwan to open the same book you have. Because you have not prepared yourself like Jesus. When there's a problem and you open a book, you must find the place. Jesus found, the the scroll was handed to him and he found the place. So so I'm, I'm saying that in the Poimano, in the Macane, in the books, Macarius, you should know where to find something to preach on faith. Yeah. Even to know that it exists. Yeah. It comes from, from preparation. Ministry, we don't use magic to do ministry. We don't use MCQs to do ministry. We study. We engage in spiritual exercises. So when a a certain type of, you know, if Jesus had been fasting for seven days, or six to six with snacks, in the wilderness, Satan would have overcome him. Because the temptations were strong. But based on the ministry issue you have, you fast and pray proportionately. That's why some of you can never overcome a certain level of problem in the ministry. Your ministry will be, will be, will be, will be forever worried and disturbed by girls' issues. Yes. Because the demon that is there has not been overcome. By a certain type of knowledge. A certain type of revelation. Oh yes. Why does Pastor A do this? And Pastor B not do this? It's revelation. It's revelation. And that revelation. It's, it comes to. You see you can't just read a sentence once. And have a. 
and revelation. Nothing happens to you. You remember that story? How Bishop became anointed? To whom? Hospital? And someone bread? Red tape? Auto reverse? Kenneth Hagin? Papa Hagin? Something jammed? You remember? Yeah. Yes. Remember? Next time, go back and listen carefully. He will tell you that that message he was listening. That was not the first time he had been listening. Several times. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you like, you two, go and get a red tape and kneel down in the night at 2 a.m. and see. Instead of something jumping, a mosquito will bite you. <laughs> I'm saying that somebody was listening to a message and something from the table at that side. It jammed. Suddenly he heard from today. You can't teach. And another voice said, I'll prove it to you. You too, take Papa Hagen and kneel down and pray and see what will enter you. He had been listening. The thing is about preparation. So I'm saying, what you are doing with your time, man, is going to worry you or bless you. What you are doing with your time? Come to a camp. No notebook. No pen. Because really you are here to inspect the sisters. Observe. You are an observer. You an observer. Is it possible to sit down? Is it possible? Okay, please. For a moment. <laughs> I beg you. I beg you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Anybody here with an interest in the ministry, I am telling you that your place is at the top. Listen. That you will be great is not the subject we are discussing. That you are going to be one of the firebrand ministers and sons of Bishop Dagwood Mills. We will not waste our time to discuss that. (laughs) That your ministry in that town or that city will be a flagship ministry in Lighthouse. We won't waste our time. You will be. You will be. You will be. And you must be. But the question is that, are you preparing yourself to stand in that role? So it is not everybody who even had great people under him who was able to do anything with great people. To be able to do great things in the ministry, you prepare yourself by by learning even, I was telling you, how Jesus went to the beach. Peter, come. John, come. Andrew. That is how. You you see, you can't do anything alone. But the next question is that, what type of people are you going to have under you? What type? Riffraffs? 
area boys. The type of people we are going to have under you will be a reflection of who you are. You will determine. You will determine what type of shepherds come under you. Even if we give you engineers, lawyers, and doctors to come under you, will they stay? Because when they sit down and they are listening to you preaching, they realize that they know more than you do. You see, see, feeding doesn't go upwards. Feeding, that is why your mouth your mouth is up and your stomach is down. The food descends. Can you really disciple? I mean, no, I'm saying that. Do you know what it takes for a young man to have this opportunity and to turn away? If it were you, you'd have said, wait, let me go and give my Thanksgiving offering in church and come because this one blows my mind. (laughs) If it were you, you'd have said, you know something, we can't do this because the curtains haven't been drawn. You know, you know, we can't do this because the children outside can we rather go into the attic? <laughs> I must do you know what Joseph was or had already prepared? He, he was, he, yeah, that's for some of you. A certain girl will enter your room naked, you, 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 you will kneel down and lift your hands. You've not prepared yourself in holiness, in the word, in prayer, with the Holy Spirit. Anybody who has a certain amount of the Holy Ghost in him will not say thank you, Jesus, when a naked woman comes to stand in front of me and say, all that I am, I give to you. I'm I'm saying that some of you practically cannot do what Joseph did. I'm not, I'm not, it's not a joke. I'm not saying something to lighten the atmosphere. I'm talking about the, in the ministry, who we are is a direct result of the preparation we have put ourselves to. No preparation, no ministry. 2% preparation, 2% ministry. Because ministry has issues. It's not glamour. No, 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 no. The pictures you see on Facebook, they are, they are, it's not your ministry. <laughs> it's not Facebook. The real ministry is paying a price. You prepare by paying a price. And I'm asking that the way you are, you are arranging yourself, how your book reading is, Bible study, your, your relationships, and so what, what I mean, some of you, you have got to introduce yourself to your pastor that you're in a relationship. Meanwhile, you know more than your pastor. The things you are doing, I even wonder what will be left on your wedding day. <laughs> or, or have you deliberately reserved one style for the because the the things you are doing, honestly. 
so, so when you finish when you finish you are saying the same thing Paul said but there's no power in your words preparation that's how Jotan became great preparation Except Jesus we know Paul we know you, you see people think the ministry just talking you see, you've not met something you should not meet when you meet something you should not meet and everybody will meet something you should not meet it's not everything you will meet that you must meet mm-hmm. you will meet something you shouldn't meet and that day when you meet that something you shouldn't meet what, what will give you an escape route will be the preparation yes. since you were born you have never said no to a guy before No, you can't. I'm not like that. I'm not that type of girl. <laughs> Go and look for those girls. I'm not that type of girl. Now, you've never said no. No. All your answers are yes. Yes or no response. And no response also means yes. Yeah. May you learn to say no. I said, may you learn to say no because you see, I'm saying that for you to be sitting here at this time, man. There is God, God must have a fantastic plan for your future. Look, no, how do I know? Because as a pastor, as a bishop now, I didn't get this preparation. No, no, I didn't get it. No. When I got born again, two years, five years, ten years. I didn't know what was a camp. Ten years into my salvation, I didn't know what was a camp. Camp meeting. What I knew was a camp was we wear our bowler shorts, we take a, 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 what do you call it? Ice chest with minerals and we go to a forest and put the, spread the nets and what's that? Spread the nets. Spread the <laughs> <laughs> Spread the mats. <laughs> well, it's also a type of net. <laughs> No, it's a lighthouse. I was born again for many years. You just gonna got born again two years ago, three years ago, five years ago, six months ago. You are sitting in a camp. <laughs> but look at that. Everything we had, we had to pray ourselves, read ourselves, soak music. Look, we went hunting. Hunting for music. You, you are dead, they bring it. Filling station, go and fail. <laughs> no. That is why I know that God must have a greater plan for your life than he had for me. That, that, that's my conviction. Yeah. Music. Do you know how I heard the first Maranatha song? And the crowd, the first one, I heard it on shortwave radio. See, shortwave radio is not FM. FM is shortwave. It's like telegram. I was sitting in my room and tuned to a radio station in Liberia. Radio Elwa, 30 years ago. SW1. You then, then, then you hear it's, it's better now. You leave it. Step aside. 
Then we go and look for a cassette. And we open, we put it inside. And we press record in the middle. There are few songs I had that started from the start and ended at the end. You can't catch it. In the middle. Middle. In the middle. That's how we came to stand here. You, you have heard that, that even now we are mixing other songs and changing words and composing new songs. Because the, the, the old songs, you are full of them. So we, are, we now have to make new songs for you to understand. <sighs> Opponent. 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 That's why I am confident that God must have a greater plan for your life. Because when I look at how some of us struggle, you are sitting at a camp. I didn't know that was camp. That was camp. And it is the things I did those years. You see, this camp and beautiful job and uh, sweet influences and what? Mention them. Wives of the seven. Fight a good fight. Give thyself holy. Alexander. All those camps I, I was at, I'm going to use them in 10 years time. I'm not using them now. The things I'm using now are things I gathered years ago on my own. The scriptures I'm quoting on my own. Because it's a seed. It takes time for the seed to bear fruit in you. Expect to deploy what we are going to hear today later. It's not not at the next outreach. Whatever you do next week, Saturday, will be from a preparation or the lack of it. Earlier on. Earlier on. That's why I'm asking you. That when you are appointed, when you are made an elder, when you are made a pastor, what, what have you done with your life? With what authority will you cast out a demon from a girl? And even be sure that the demon will not jump from the girl. Ah, what was the film? Ah, bam, 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 bam. Three days ago, I was watching a film. Ah, well, sorry. I didn't see the title on television. It's, it's, a, it's a Catholic church. And the film was about exorcising demons. You know what that? No, not the exorcist too. It's, it's a Catholic church setting. It's a modern. Um, oh, this guy. What's what his name? I don't know what. what but one of the main. John, John Hopkins was in that film. John Hopkins. John Hopkins was a Catholic priest. A young priest who didn't believe in evil spirits. He was a Catholic priest also. Didn't believe in, in evil spirits. And he wasn't sure that. You know, so he went to a place where a, a, an old you know, place in Rome, it's, you know, in the Catholic Church setting, by some, you know, some ghetto. And there was a pastor there. John Hopkins was a priest and was trying to show this young boy that there are demons, evil spirits are real, exorcism is real. This guy attended classes, lectures on all this. It still wasn't. The pastor, the, the, the priest, 
who was exorcising, there was a pregnant woman. He, he cast the devil out of him. Cast the devil out of this person. Before we knew it, the man himself had been possessed. That's the point I'm making. To the point that now, there this young pastor, who was an unbeliever pastor, who didn't believe in evil spirits, and was the one now who was casting out the devil from this elderly priest. He was fully demon-possessed. Full. And I'm asking you that, when you are casting out devil, what, what guarantee do we have that the demon will not jump and enter you yourself? The man was surprised that the ministry he was doing in the, in, the, in, the, in the Vatican apparently was doing it as an empty pastor. Empty pastor. But I believe that through this camp, your greatness will be guaranteed. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and just lift your hands and let's pray. Just pray and tell the Lord, the Lord, Lord, let me be like Jotham. Prepare myself. Open your mouth and pray. Let me prepare myself. Let me prepare myself. Teach me to prepare myself. To prepare myself. It's not eating and drinking and laughing and dancing and wearing (laughs) t-shirts. No, 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 no. No, then we lie to you. It's, it's far from it. No. Yeah. Who you are. Lift your hands if you can and say, Lord, give me the hunger. Yes. Yes. This is my 30 years. Let me spend it well. Let me spend it praying. Let me spend it reading. Let me spend it fasting. Let me spend it soaking messages. Because a day will come. I can't say, wait for me. I'm going to listen to the message and come. No. Preparation. 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 Oh Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. We are grateful. Make us wise. Make us strong. Help us to prepare. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.